Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Filterless Podcast, the podcast where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about, however the fuck we want to talk about it. My name is Cat or Dr. Catatonic, if you come from YouTube, and I am joined, as always, by my horrifyingly lovely co-host, Ace of Shame. The wind whispers my name. From Sniper Island, far away. Interesting. And for today's guest episode, we are joined by uh, everyone's favorite head crab, uh, Jeremy. Yeah, I'm back after my loss. I didn't return. <laughs> you never left. He's actually we've actually been in the same Discord call. <laughs> yeah, it was his punishment. You've been an entire See for you guys it's been like well, I guess it's been the same length of time for you guys <laughs> versus week. us. Like we record yeah. on Sundays and release on Sundays, so yeah, it's been a week. Never mind that joke went nowhere. Anyways, <laughs> Welcome to Filterless, everyone. This is this is gonna be fun. Um, anyway, how's everyone doing today? I'm well. You get nothing more. Just well. Okay. Well. <laughs> How about you, Jeremy? Um, I I had some trouble with Fallout Four, as per Fallout Four. But besides that, it's, yeah, it's been alright. And your maps broke all of Minecraft. Okay, it wasn't oh, me this yes. time, though. <laughs> so. For context, we started, when I say we, I mean Jeremy's friends invited us to a um, a disc, uh, Discord server. Well, it is a Discord server, but it's also a Minecraft server. And it's like, what, 60 some odd mods? No, it's close to 100 now. Oh. Gee whiz. All right. But they all work. So they it's all like 100 run. mods. <laughs> it's like a hundred mods, and apparently every time Jeremy would open a map, it would have sh- it would have troubles generating structures. No, so it's, it would it's a specific crash map. The server? It's okay, okay. So the Twilight mod adds a map that you can craft, and whenever you open it, it'll show you all of the structures like ever, mm-hmm. or it, it'll just show uh, you a lot, of, a lot of detailed areas. And my laptop, built for office work. <laughs> Did not like that. And it kicked me from the server. And uh, the only way I could join back is if I was killed. Uh, not while well, I wasn't on the server, which somehow deleted my entire inventory. Even though we had a... We didn't have keep inventory on. We had a mod called the corpse mod. Which is essentially made a little corpse. And you could just put your stuff back into your inventory. Once you click on it. But uh, my corpse didn't show up. And so I kind of had to restart. Shit. Yeah, but it also yeah. restart the entire server, didn't it? No, okay, by by restart, it just means from the last big uh, server, like, back save that uh, oh, Joe okay. had made. Yeah. Because Alexi was complaining about the fact that his stuff kept getting reset. He said it took him, what, like, six days to make um, an enchantment room because it kept getting reset? No, it's that's a lie. <laughs> that is a lie. Yeah, no, no, it's six days. At, at the time, it, at the time, it, he he was just like building his house, and because it took it was taking us so long to figure out how we could save all my stuff, he would keep building in between all of the the resets to the to the back saves. And oh, so, so it was his keep, own damn fault. Yeah, we would tell him, "Hey, don't do anything because we're still fucking with this." And then he would go, "That's crazy." And then <laughs> when we reset, he goes, "Man, all of my work I just did." And we're like, "Yeah, we told you not to do anything." <laughs> okay, so it was his own damn fault. Essentially. 
That sign can't stop me. I can't read. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. <laughs> yeah, so Jeremy invited me to the server. And then I think Sho was talking to me about, like, going to the server. And their pitch was basically, yeah, so we have all these mods, like, new mobs, uh, some cool new armors and weapons. We have guns! And I'm like, I'm in. We do have guns. This is a fact. <laughs> the guns mod. There's a bazooka. Okay, Dude, I tried. I tried so hard to get interballistical nuclear missiles, <laughs> and the mod would not work. So, uh, Ace, how have you been doing? I know you said uh, all I get is you've been or you've been fine or whatever. But anything interesting going on in the life of Mister of Shame? Uh not particularly, unless you're really interested in indie games. <laughs> Because that's what I've been doing, is playing indie games and watching One Piece on my other monitor. Fair enough. They, I mean, uh, indie games are cool. Well, this new one just came out. It's uh, cool. it's a Metroidvania, but you it all takes place on your bike, so I'm calling it a Motorvania. Where oh, you, uh, you, interesting. You, it's a Western apocalypse setting story where you play as a fox with the immortality and you have to kill a bunch of birds <laughs> it's, it's been pretty cool it's All like right. playing tri uh, trials game but you have to do backflips to reload your gun <laughs> oh that's cool you said fox and the first thing i like heard in my head was i don't want to live in a hole anymore <laughs> huh. yeah but uh it's it's been pretty good it's called like a age through blood it's really gory for nice. a 2d game too oh. like gee whiz one of the first acts, you see I... a guy get crucified with his own guts. <laughs> Noted. That got I mean, that's attention. I mean, that's kind of cool. Anyways, that's disturbing. Speaking of disturbing, y'all ready for a disturbing fun fact? <laughs> Is this the new, uh, you, are we making stingers on the spot? <laughs> so mine's more of an article so i'll summarize it down to um jeremy and i were talking about this is for you guys and also for ace because he only heard the latter half of it there are real stories that happen on or around october 31st areas in the boston Maine, areas like boston maine do see an increase of violent crimes by 50 percent during trick-or-treat hours generally beginning at 7 p.m and peak peak at 10 p.m and taper off at 1 p.m spikes in crime do happen annually in other parts of the country although most cases are non-violent and then in 2021 there was a series of mass shootings um on halloween across the united states and the fact that it co co like comes up with that with like copycat murders i just immediately think oh scream <laughs> But yeah, Halloween. Yeah, nah, Hall people happening. take advantage of Halloween to do uh, fucked up shit sometimes. I mean, a lot of what I was reading when I was trying to find a disturbing fun fact specifically on this, because I thought it'd be interesting, um, is a lot of them are kind of boiled down to people drinking. Yeah, which makes there's, sense. A lot of there's a lot of and drinking in Halloween. From what I, what I saw... Because I was just trying to get a statistic and not, like, an article. So I typed in what is the average amount of murders on Halloween. Couldn't find <laughs> anything. Yeah. But yeah, crime rates do go up. But also crime <laughs> rates go up on all holidays. 
So crime rates go up, homelessness crime, goes down. <laughs> unless that that crime statistic is arson. I'm solving world hunger. How up. genocide? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so yeah, um, there's your fun fact, everyone. Be careful when you go trick or treating tonight, or not tonight. Fuck. <laughs> Tonight. This episode is going. This episode is going up. No, this episode is going up the 29th. I was trying to like. You're still know. two days too short. Uh, shut the fuck up! I'll kill you. <laughs> too short. You know, only only. <laughs> Speaking of only, short, only real hold on. Shut the fuck viewers. up, Jeremy. Uh, okay, shut the fuck up. On. We have to talk to the you audience. Talk about it. Someone Do made us to? a satanic fan fiction, and whoever did it, you. I am not four foot five. Ace is not that gay. I am not four foot five. And holy shit. <laughs> I'm not. I am <laughs> just under average. I'm like four foot six point eight or something like that. Oh, uh, see, you just said you're just under average. You're you're done over. It's sorry, it's over. <laughs> Die. You're done. Die. Die. You're now you're now three foot two. Die. <laughs> Not even short. Die. All of you. <laughs> you have to wait till Halloween. <laughs> I got the mask. <laughs> got... Wait, hold on. What image will be on the mat? <laughs> Low battery. <laughs> oh, no, it's Freddy Fazbear. Anyways, oh, I hit my microphone. That made a beautiful sound in the audio. Moving on to the actual episode. Today's topic, we are talking about urban legends. Basically, that just boils down to scary stories to tell around the campfire that qualify as urban legends. Scary stories to tell in the dark. (laughs) Dude, keep that laugh. We are using that next year for uh, Halloween stinger. Why next year? You can't use it. This now? is the last episode. This is the last episode of the Halloween season for Filterless. Fun fact, everyone. Next episode, we're going to be talking about fucking <laughs> something that does. Yeah, happen what a turnaround! No, you could. Ne- I would never fuck on Halloween. <laughs> Why? The only thing I'd be smashing is pumpkins. You're like that kid with the eyebrows in that one Halloween movie. <laughs> Just that one Halloween movie with the kid let, with let eyebrows. Let me rack that my really brain. Boils it down. Uh, Jeremy, why don't you kick us off with your first story? Lovely. <laughs> Although I can't really complain. I I could have I could have not, but okay. Do you not okay. want to go first? Or do you have, have to go first? I I'll do it. Okay, good, because you were gonna go first either way. <laughs> yeah, in a short all eyes on you. Okay, <laughs> I love that for me. <laughs> all right, first we're gonna go with a classic. We're gonna talk about good old Mothman. Uh, if you don't know Mothman, he is from the uh, Point Pleasant area of West Virginia, and he is described as a man-sized creature with very large, with a very large wingspan and glowing red eyes. Is what most reports give him, and. Uh, a lot of the sightings tended to be around November 15th of 1966 to December 15th of 1967. Uh, the first newspaper, 
published by the Point Pleasant Register on November 6, 1966, titled Couple See Man-Sized Bird dot 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 Creature dot 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 Something. Uh, it, it was actually a, for a good week that a lot of sightings took place. It is where like the highest amount of sightings took place is in that week or whenever they first started coming out. Uh, fairly soon after, national press picked it up, and so a lot of sightings kept uh, popping up all over the uh, the U.S. Because you know, once national news picks it up, a lot of people are going to go, "Oh, I'm going to say I saw a Mothman for fame." Uh, but after national press picked it up, a couple of bird uh, professional not professionals, bird scientists, because I can't remember their names. Uh, stated that they were most likely seeing out-of-migration sandhill cranes or herons because of their bigger wingspan. That makes sense. Uh, but it, yeah, but with at least 100 sightings in total, some including large groups of people, it was, a, it was enough somewhat, I guess you could say, evidence, at least circumstantial evidence, to have enough consistency to theorize at least something had to be happening. Yeah. That wasn't just occasional birds. I mean, uh, people do be people sometimes, though. This is true. Uh, there there was one, the very first uh, sighting that was noted was, uh, I don't have the date in front of me because I'm a dunce, but it was basically two groups of couples in a car, and they witnessed it on the road, and they kind of just saw it. It floated in the air for a little while. It chased their car, and it flew off. That's the and one that's that like, I've yeah, heard. Yeah, okay. That, that, yeah, that could be anything. There was another one that I believe is lesser known of where a mother and her child, I believe, her brother, and I think a couple other witnesses were walking out of their home to their car. The mother witnessed these big red glowing eyes above their car and the sound, a strange sound they could only describe as flapping. And... It scared her so bad that she even dropped her two-year-old child <laughs> and mentally scarred her for a couple of years to come. Fucking and sacrifice so that was one of the... the Mothman. <laughs> Here, Mothman, take it. Take, take it. Child, I don't want it anyways. <laughs> uh, child support is too expensive. 1970... <laughs> okay. Uh but uh, in 1975, the book Mothman and Prophecies by John Keel uh, kind of popularized Mothman a bit uh, later on. And the book even claimed possible paranormal events related to the sightings and possibly even aliens. Huh. Uh, I, I'm also a dunce again, but there was this thing called the Silver Bridge in uh, around Point Pleasant area in West Virginia. And either via news trying to get a good story or through actual events, people claimed that Mothman was seen around the Silver Bridge soon before it collapsed and call it some sort of premonition. And that it, this led further belief across the globe, not, not the globe, sorry, across the country that Mothman, if you were to see him, it would be a premonition and he was trying to tell you that something bad was going to happen. Uh... So he's a good guy. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound like he's that, all that aggressive. I mean, yeah, no, there's never been a... Child a... brain damage, so... Yeah. 
the uh, this book, uh, the Mothman Prophecies, was later adopted and or adapted into a 2002 film, star- starring uh, Richard Gere, which Richard Gere, I can't, I don't know, Richard Gere, <laughs> but uh, this also brought up more uh, kind of popularity with Mothman in recent times, uh, and I believe the most recent, I guess, quote unquote, realistic or most, uh, I guess, plausible. I don't know, the most, like, recent uh, sighting was around 2016. So it's still not exactly relevant, but still within our lifetimes. We were I alive mean, when possibly Mothman was floating around West Virginia. I feel I like... Just, I mean, Go Bigfoot ahead. disappears for decades at a time and always comes back. I, I'm sure Mothman will appear again. Yeah. Yeah, that's what... That's why I have a lot of skepticism with a lot of these cryptids and, like, urban legends and shit. It's like, you see them one fucking time. Or you see mm. them a bunch of times, and then they go missing for 20 years. Like, if that thing actually existed, you would run across it. Perhaps. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but something I know, I know a lot of people are going to know about is that in Point Pleasant, there's an annual festival devoted to Mothman. Is there? Yes, they call it the Mothman Festival. Oh, that's cool. And they celebrate via Mothman things. That must bring a lot of tourism exactly to their they town. They do. It yes, the there is there there's a lot of stuff in West Virginia itself. Like there's the Grafton monster, there's the uh Possum Fest. The alien Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in West Virginia that brings tourism. Uh including the actual Mothman statue that is in I re- West Yeah, I remember around this. Point How do you make a statue yeah. of something you've never actually fully seen? Like, yeah, so this well, is the Mothman statue. as a man-sized creature with wings and glowing red eyes, you don't really need much more. I've seen like, here's the Mothman get... statue, and it's just, like, a black slate with glowing red dots in the middle of it. I've seen Mothman tattoos like, that are him in, like, BDSM gear. Um, oh, no. I like that. <laughs> so, just about everyone Humanity has latched on to what Mothman looks like. Humanity hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> There are lots of other things that people claim are in relation to Mothman. Uh, there was this one guy around the same time of the Mothman, sorry, the Mothman sightings, who claimed I cannot remember the name of the man nor the nor the name he gave to the alien, but he claimed that an alien in a tic tac shaped or si- not size but shaped uh, spaceship rode up uh, like tried to like was. Riding alongside him as he was driving down the road, he, he pulled him over, essentially, asked him to roll down his window. He then decided to converse with the alien, is what he said or claimed. And uh, apparently he had a pleasant conversation. The alien was very nice to him. And uh, he proceeded to have multiple uh, events where he talked or conversated with this a- uh, alien via visits to the guy. And he got a lot of popularity. A lot of people came to his house trying to find or look at the aliens. Some people even claiming they had. Uh, but a lot of people kind of pair that along with the whole Mothman thing. Huh. Yeah. As kind of like, oh, well, Mothman is the alien guy, or they're related, or the alien guy brought Mothman to Virginia. Or West Virginia. Weird. Yeah, because uh, that's where we want to be, Virginia. <laughs> Look, man, it was it was the 60s and 70s. What, what, what can you say? At least it wasn't the 1800s. Well, if it was the 60s and 70s, I know how, why they saw Mothman. 
Drugs. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I actually didn't know all that much about Mothman aside from the memes. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, the minor things you find out. Mm. Yeah. All right. Who's so, up next? Uh, you or me, Cat? That's about what I got. You guys want to hear about the devil chair? The the devil's chair. <laughs> I was like, is the devil chair like a chair with a dildo in it that you don't realize is there until <laughs> you sit down? No. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to preface this, but there are nine of these. So-called the devil's chair. Um, mm-hmm. Eight of them are spread across the USA alone and then the ninth one is somewhere in Italy the article that I pulled up wouldn't tell me where in Italy I kid you not just said Italy I'm like okay that's where we're gonna say it's from so <laughs> just Italy but there is one in Florida which is why I picked this one the devil's chair in Casadega Florida is a graveside bench in a cemetery that borders Casadega and Lake Helen according to one of the local legends an unopened can of beer left on the chair will be empty by the morning. In some accounts, the can is open, and others, the beer is just simply gone through the unopened top. The devil himself is said to sometimes appear in the chair to anyone who is bold enough to sit next to him. I'd do it. So, it. yeah, you just like yeah. you just slide up and put your arm around him. It's like, so how's it like in hell? <laughs> you got a drink save Bud for me? Light? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> not in Florida, he's not. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess not, huh? I didn't think about um, that. <laughs> do you, what I find hilarious about this is there's like, yeah, an unopened can of, or uh, you leave a can of beer on the bench. Who's not gonna take that? Yeah, um, there's Who's a lot gonna of look at an unopened. Definitely take uh, that. Exactly. Especially in Florida. Especially in Florida, so, unless it's Bud Light. The article, the articles that I was reading. They say that sometimes you can just see a person sitting in the chair, and w- as you mm. approach, he just disappears. So, okay. kind of a spooky little thing. That's like an Easter egg know. in GTA. <laughs> yeah. It's just old Bubba. He needed a beer. <laughs> <laughs> You're like bear. walking up with a Bud Light. Bear, no. You're walking up with a... <laughs> Rub bear, no. Rub bear. <laughs> You're walking up with a Bud Light, and he just like whips around and goes, are you trying to die? <laughs> what the fuck is that <laughs> oh hello Eva she just hit her head on the table <laughs> um but yeah cool. devil's chair the devil's, the devil's chair it's cool because like mm. I said there's there's nine of them spanning across the world what happens if everyone then... sits on one of those chairs at the same time which chair does he go to <laughs> No, Whoever has the everyone best sits beer. on the chair. Everyone sits on the chair at the same time, and then the fucking rapture happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that they're the waiting moment. for. <laughs> All right. You would think some clip, some clickbait YouTuber would have tried that by now. Yeah, you're yeah. not wrong. You are. Not- I get eight of my friends to sit on the devil chairs <laughs> that- at three a.m. That's a Mr. Beast video. <laughs> Did you just get shot by some I bought guy? eight of the nine devil chairs in the world. <laughs> I've gathered them in a circle in my garage. We're going to fly. Eight of the devil chairs. <laughs> <laughs> he puts them up in a circle and it's just like a fucking nether portal. 
<laughs> he sits in it and he just disappears. Oh, well, there goes Jimmy. He's gone. <laughs> Never see Mr. Am Beast I the, again. <laughs> am I the only person that finds it funny that one of the most influential YouTubers in the world, the, one of the richest YouTubers in the world, his fucking name is Jimmy. He's like Jimmy Neutron. Slipping <laughs> Jimmy. I mean... I mean, what, what does it have to be Bartholomew? Like, does it have to be some, like, grand... You, no, you it's Jeff, just... Jeff, dude. You have Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're coming yeah. after Jimmy? And Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> it's always the basic yeah, names, Mark. man. Yeah. You gotta think I'll about never it. Get, I'll never um, get out there with... I'm gonna change my name to Bob, and then Dr. Catatonic's <laughs> gonna fucking skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Legally change my name to Bob. I think we're all pretty familiar with this this urban legend. This is this is probably the thing that f- probably fucked me up the most as a child. I would say is hearing this, this urban fu- legend in elementary this school. Fucked, this fucked a lot of people up. I'll tell my story after you're done with yours because I have a really honestly, one. it still makes me nervous to say the name out loud. Like. It's that much of an uncomfortable thing, but we're talking about Bloody Mary. I thought you didn't believe in shit like this. I don't, but this one's always... I have a weird thing with mirrors where there's always been something off about mirrors to me. Yeah. Like, what if there is, like, another dimension through that, like... In Have you ever art. looked at yourself in the mirror and you, like, watch your face melt? Yeah, that happens. That's just your brain malfunctioning. It's fucking horrifying. Did you also watch that, that mirror movie as a kid? No, I probably didn't. My parents probably I, wouldn't let me. I, 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 th- I remember seeing this one movie as a kid, and it was basically, if you looked at yourself in the mirror, your yourself on the other side of the mirror would try to kill you. There's a, I think, a Goosebumps about that, where there's a mirror that has an alternate version of yourself, and it's it's trying to swap you out with it into the real world and trap yeah. you in the mirror. The idea of being trapped in a mirror is terrifying to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, you can do nothing about it, because that's your exact clone out there, walking around, knows everything you do. No one will even notice you're gone. Mm, it's not your exact clone, because they'd be left-handed, because they'd be mirrored of you. Well, I'm left-handed, so they'd be right-handed. Yeah, and this but, guy yeah. likes mustard. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Of course you're left-handed. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, Wait, I'm Jeremy's lefty. right-handed. You guys know uh, that... um you're a lefty, man. You guys know that uh, that statistic that it's like statistically impossible to get a, two right-handed people and a left-handed people in the same room at the same time? We got two right-handed people and a left-handed person in the same Discord call. <laughs> We're pretty close. I mean, yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like that's a bit easier. Yeah, it's, I meant, it's a little I more meant two common. and one, not two and two. Uh, okay. I mean, I know like two left-handed people, you and my grandpa. So, anyways, Bloody Mary. <laughs> don't say it again. <laughs> I don't have the, uh, the this legend is all as we all know is the chilling tale that if you say her name three times in front of a mirror, she appears and takes revenge on those who've called her forward. However, that wasn't the original story. So the original story was uh, women who were looking for relationships in life would do this during sleepovers, things like that. And in the mirror, they would see the face of whoever they were going to marry. 
someone they were going to fall in love with. But if they died alone, they would see a skeleton. Oh. So if you were never meant to have love, you would never see the face of the one you love. Interesting. So, and later that was twisted into the story. I'm going to tell her here real quick. I have it wrote down, so bear with me. Written. The story we have spun around here now is that it'll summon the vengeful spirit of the woman Mary Worth, who was a woman who met a gruesome end in the 19th century. It's believed she appears in the mirror covered in blood, seeking revenge on those who called her forward from the dead. It's a... I don't know why it's so popular or why it still exists to this day, but it has always fucked me up. That's all I know. Yeah, I mean, Ed, that's a that's a reasonable thing to be fucked up about because there's mirrors all over the place. Exactly. There's mirrors everywhere. Yeah, there's. I have two in my room right now. Oh, Jeremy's well, dead. Well, that's your own fault. Mirrors. <laughs> mirror. I don't have a mirror in my room. Like... You can the, count the reflection to, of ourselves in our glasses as mirrors, and then and now she's coming through the glasses. She like comes backwards into like, your it's, like it's eyes. Uh, it's the same thing with like the ring. She pokes, she pokes you in the eye. I don't she's like, like hey, stop that. <laughs> I don't like when an anim, inanimate object suddenly has something in it that's beyond my understanding. <laughs> mm. Oh no, you would, you would hate, you know. I, mean, I was going I, somewhere with that, I promise. I'm sorry. I, did, did, you would hate, you know. <laughs> Jeremy, do you know where he was going with you that? Would, you wouldn't get it. No. <laughs> I don't brother, I don't, would hate something, I guess. Brother, I don't even know where I, I was going I'd with that. I'd hate, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the story and how we've kind of twisted it. You would hate the from inconceivable amount of sugar inside of a ramen noodle cup. <laughs> okay, buddy. I meant to say salt. I'm so fucking dead today. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I was gonna say that wraps up that little uh, history lesson on the original telling of that Lovely. story and how we've so, kind of. I don't know why we've twisted it this way. I couldn't really find out how that happened, but did they say that name into the mirror? To get, yeah. To get their like hmm. true love, yeah. It's like well, calling for the demon for a contract. Or Mary. Interesting. What'd you say, Jeremy? Maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's a form of bloody or Mary. Oh. Kind of like how you pick flower petals. She loves me. She loves me not. Yeah, it's kind of maybe. Maybe it's, it's, maybe it's, it's like I'll be bloody or I'll be, or I'll be married. Something. Yeah, like you know, you might be onto something with that. So Perhaps. I use for chance. Um, you know, there's a time, like, there's an age you are where, like, the, that type of stuff really, like, fucks with you. And even now, that type of stuff still fucks with me, I'm gonna be completely honest. But we used to, uh, mess with, when I was in Boy Scouts, I was a fucking bully. And I used to mess with one of my friends where we would, like, go to the bathroom, because we used to meet in a church, so we'd go to the bathroom and then just, like, steam up the bathroom and have one of our friends walk into it and then just, like, very quickly say the, say the name. Like, there was, like, four of us, and we'd all say it and then just lock my friend in the room. Oh, you ass. <laughs> You're the worst Dick. kind. <laughs> I don't do, do that th- shit anymore. I'd have people who do that shit, like, with, like, candlelight. You know, you light the candles in the bathroom. Everyone's standing around. You have your friend in the middle. 
they're saying the name and then someone on the outside slams the fucking door and locks you in. And now you're in there with three other people screaming and running around in the dark. Uh, no, it wasn't. I'm t- <laughs> I think I may have been misremembering because I don't actually remember like locking just him in the room. I think we literally all of us would be in there and we would just shut the door and not let anyone leave. It's like if one of us is going to die, we're dying. We're not dying alone. <laughs> <laughs> Gatekeeping escaping. <laughs> yeah. You're like the guy who hides the bite in the zombie apocalypse. It's like, if I'm going to yeah. die, we're all going <laughs> to yeah. die. And then you're then you're like, yeah, no none of you are leaving. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> yeah. God damn. But I yeah, don't no. do that type of shit anymore. I'm a little more serious about stuff like that. Because I mean, that's it was like the same I thing s- in to bring it back, uh Candyman. It was yeah. You can say can't you say that name three times and there he is. He appears in the mirror, stabs yeah. you with a fucking hook or fills you full of bees. <laughs> Not the bees. I ordered the apples. <laughs> All right, buddy. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't do that. Like like I said in the first episode of Halloween, the the oh, shit. What was it called? The Paranormal Activities one. I don't not believe in ghosts. But I don't believe in them. Like, if one were to appear in my room, I'd be like, hey, it's nice to know that you exist. But I'm not going to be like, no, that's not real. I may not believe in ghosts, (laughs) but I believe that fucked up things can happen sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. Like, I don't believe in ghosts, but I believe that there is a possibility of shit like that. Everyone walk because, carefully like, around your mirrors tonight. <laughs> the ocean. The ocean. The ocean. I'm going to go on a spiel about the ocean. We've Not explored miles. five. We've explored five fucking percent of the ocean. Mm-hmm. We've charted more of our own goddamn moon than the ocean. Who's to tell that there's not some sort of demons living among us? Cthulhu. Among you us. can't tell me we've charted <laughs> all of the earth. Jeremy. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> he said among us. <laughs> among us. Tension breaker. Anyways. Um, Back Jeremy. to Jeremy. Uh, yeah, I just had one one comment of like the, the whole ghost scene. It was like, I could, de- I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a, a disbeliever at all because I, I could definitely see something happening. Mm-hmm. Because whether you look at it biblically or you look at it just from, you know, just from conspiracy theories of whatever you want to have you of quote unquote evidence, like like Kat said, if there was just a ghost appeared in my room and it was just like uh, sup, I'm gonna be like, that's crazy. Do you do you want something, bud? Like, <laughs> can I get you a drink? I'm not gonna go. Uh, you want a Capri Sun? <laughs> and then I get fucking possessed or some shit. You're, you're like, damn strokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah like the whole bloody mary thing mm. and then like uh, uh a ouija board oh yeah that, ouija that's boards. another like as a kid your parents are like don't do ouija board you'll get possessed when you're like okay so confession time when people would talk about ouija boards at school i misheard them and i always thought they were saying luigi board Luigi boards. Okay. <laughs> Is that the new Mario board game? So I thought it was a Nintendo thing. The Mario. <laughs> but Mario, we gotta talk to dad. He's dead. 
<laughs> do you know do you know what's hilarious is that the age rating on a Ouija board is fucking eight plus. So you're telling me you have to be eight years old to summon a demon, but I gotta wait until I'm twenty one to drink. Like, hey, come on. Hasbro sells the Ouija board. They own the patent. Yeah, because because like, do you really think Hasbro is going to be like, yeah, we su- we can summon demons. We're just going to give this out. <laughs> They're like, that shit ain't real. Here, have a fucking piece of cardboard. It's buy one, get one. Oh, buy a Ouija board, get a, a copy of Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys can each I'm, pick out a board game. My ass picking out the Ouija board. <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't made a Monopoly Ouija board match, <laughs> matchup yet. I think the Stranger Things Monopoly is actually a Ouija board. God, I think so never too. mind. <laughs> never anyways, mind. Anyways, Jeremy. Yeah. Anyway, it's my turn again. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, yep, <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back. To more known characters, you, well, I guess everybody does know about Bloody Mary, but you might not have known about the Devil's Chair. That's three times. Uh, I'm gonna go. That's crazy. For him. I didn't say it three times. Yep. For yeah, him. you did. Yep. No, that, that's crazy. Anyways, <laughs> he just uh, dies go mid-recording. With... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just the, you hear the screams of the damned, and then just like static. For the rest you of hear the, the <laughs> you hear the screams of the damned, and then just hear Jeremy go. What's up? You need something? <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're the Mary I've been hearing about. Huh? <laughs> so which is uh, it? But yeah. No head? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was going to say, like, <laughs> so you're Mary, huh? Just the <laughs> most ungodly sloppy top you've ever heard in your fucking life. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Slender Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any- yeah, Slender Man. That- that's who we're talking about here. Yeah, spoilers for my own character that I'm picking. You know what I mean. Okay, Slenderman. If you don't know Mr. Slenderman, Mr. Man, the man of the slender, he's a fictional fictional character who at some point became scarily real, and I'll I'll get into that in a minute. But uh, he's usually depicted as a tall, seven to eight foot man with a faceless white face and wearing a black suit. Commonly, he has, like, tentacles, or at least tentacle-like appendages, or sometimes his arms are detected, depicted as the tentacles. Uh, and he's usually, whenever you see a picture or a photo or a drawing, he's in a, a dark forest or a abandoned location. It's just, it's usually dark and, you know, creepy. Uh, and I think... Usually if you see him... He, no, go ahead. I'll mention it if you don't. Usually if you... Yeah, usually if you see him in, like, a piece of media, or if he's, like, mentioned, he has, like, the ability to teleport, uh, kind of just has, like, a power he has, and they have this thing called Slender Sickness, and which is, if you're in close proximity uh, to him, it will give you paranoia, nightmares, nausea, delusions, uh, nosebleeds, and this does appear in the... Does he live in my closet or something? Because you just described my normal day-to-day life. <laughs> okay, buddy. Where does the uh, <laughs> the tentacles come from? Because I remember the original game and whatever didn't have the tentacles. Yeah, I, I'm not quite sure. It just sort of... Uh, usually they'd come like out of his back, I think, and you would just kind of see it behind him. Yeah, I was just but wondering like, how artist, that... Artist renditions... Well, that's, the, that's what I want to kind of get into, is that... Oh, sorry. 
the slender. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Bucko. But, uh, the usual, I guess, behavior you could say of Slenderman would be the acts of stalking, abducting, or traumatizing people. And this is usually children. This is the the kind of closest thing you kind of have to a boogeyman. In, I thought you were about to say times. I thought you were about to say, and this is usually pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty based. Okay, let's be honest. <laughs> uh, which all of that combined in itself is yeah, that's that's pretty creepy. If I was in two thousand nine and I heard of this new character called Mister Slenderman, a faceless, featureless. Face, okay, a white. Can you shut up? I'm talking about Slenderman. <laughs> so, if I saw that, if I looked at my window and I saw that dude, I'd be pretty. I'd, I'd, I'd either have to fight him or run away. That, that's, 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 that's fight or flight. Yeah. Uh, I have guns. And a lot of his. <laughs> yeah, I do have a 12 gauge, and I will be using it on Mr. Slenderman. <laughs> but uh, one of the reasons that is kind of known as to why he became very popular or one of the reasons that's said why is because it's it, he's mysterious he doesn't have like uh he doesn't have like a, a a story of how he became the slender man or he exited through this portal through hell and came to earth to to traumatize people he's just there he's kind of just that guy and he doesn't really have a background he doesn't have a story so a lot of the popularity with him is that you kind of get to make up what happened, what where where he came from, or why he's doing what he's doing. Uh, but sorry, I'm getting like thirty million. Anyways, Mary yeah. came to get him. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about the history a little bit because as we the the people who are trying to figure out and make up how he, how he came about, there's an actual time and place that he did. On June 10th of 2009, on a thread in the Something Awful Internet Forum, in which a man of the name of Eric Nudson, using the name Victor Surge, entered the idea of Slenderman in a Photoshop contest, and even holds the copyright for it. He, in a contest, photoshopped pictures of what he had made Slenderman, and entered them into the contest. That's when he was made. That's when he was created. This mm -hmm. is a being that we have actual evidence of the time, place, and reason of why he was made. Yeah. Wacky. Uh, but somehow, he still becomes scary. We know where he came from. We know he's a made-up construct of just some dude online. But somehow, if we're out alone, if we're out in the woods, or outside, or even inside... And the idea that no matter where you are, he could be there. He could be watching. He could be standing out in the forest. He could be behind you right now. And you wouldn't know. And that's the thing about Slenderman, is that both of you just looked behind you. But I also just told you that he was made from some guy on the internet forum. Yeah, So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> the idea of Slenderman is somehow still frightening... Even though I just told you where he came from. You know what the dumbest thing about us and, looking uh, behind us was, too? We have cameras pointed at us. We could see behind <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, I was about to say the same but, thing. <laughs> Are we that fucking uh, dumb? Like, yeah. <laughs> we were just like... It's one thing to look behind you via a camera. It's one thing to just turn around. 
and then it's I scarier turned to turn around. around than it is to look through a mirror or to look through a camera to see behind you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know? Anyways. Uh, and yeah, with things like Marble Hornets and Internet series and movies and other media, the kind of scariness and the idea of something might spread a lot. And uh Oh, see, okay, I'm sorry. I wrote something really clever here that I should have waited to do the whole he could be right behind you which was basically if you're out alone if you're out in the woods if you're anywhere and you're just looking the corner of the eye if you think you see that you're slender man but you look back you do a double take and he's gone was that him or was that just your imagination and it would it was, it was really like really clever but uh my last point here is kind of why i'm gonna mention how he became scarily real and if you don't know, you listener or viewer, I guess, if that's a thing we're going to be doing on this one. If you don't know about the incident on May 31st, 2014, two 12-year-old uh, girls, dra not dragged, but convinced one of their friends for a birthday celebration to go out in the woods and play hide-and-go-seek. To which they pinned down their classmate and stabbed her. I believe, like, 17 times. Yeah. Uh, the, the girl was very strong and very willed, though, and was able to crawl to a point in which a cyclist found her and was able to call the cops and get her help. When brought... Uh, when the police were told, they found the two girls on a their way five hours away to what they thought was an abandoned mansion owned by Slenderman himself. And they believed that in murdering their friend, they would become proxies of Slenderman, basically little underlings, or they would be able to serve him in some way. And with oh, this imagination yeah. of the idea that Slenderman was being real, they also believed that if they didn't try to kill their friend, that they themselves would become victim to the Slenderman. I'm not going to get fully into it. I'm not going to tell you everything that happened before and after. They, get, they did get tried as adults, and it was brought to the fact that they were mentally not there. They they were definitely one of the girls, I believe the one kind of leading the charge on it, did have schizophrenia, undiagnosed. Wow. Uh, and there was just a bunch of other mental things going on there. The Slenderman movie... The Slenderman movie could have been so good if they just stuck with the source material. Like, holy shit. The whole, like, <laughs> stabbing <laughs> your friend and then them crawling out of the woods is straight out of a horror movie. Like, that's an actual horror-like yeah. situation. He turns but people into issue, trees in the movie. Huh? The issue is, is that they... they not only did the families of those affected not like mm -hmm. the movie just because it was more Slenderman, I don't think they would have liked the idea of them taking yeah. the tragedy yeah, of their child getting stabbed and threw it into a Sony movie. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is a little too soon for that. If it was like... I mean, it, it wasn't 40. like... It, the movie was in 2014? Was no, it? No, it was... There is... I think so. Not to go off topic here, but there is a creepypasta movie in the works where we're going to see some of our bigger names on the silver screen here in a bit. Sorry, it was it was 2018, I believe. Yeah, it was. Uh, so four years. Uh, that makes Slenderman. sense. 
Yeah, so it was... No, because this happened in 20, 2009. Mm-hmm. But oh, that's... Because yeah. it's, it's a little while after, but it's still... You know, that girl is going to be, you know, traumatized the rest of her life for, you know, nothing, pretty much. You know? Yeah. I mean, not there's nothing, also... Not nothing. Sorry, I wasn't trying to say the trauma itself was nothing. I just mean the cause of it shouldn't have been something that oh, was Oh, yeah, caused. something that had no reason to be the cause of that yeah trauma. yeah and it, and it's not like oh it's you know it, it was because a lot of media flack came back on slender man as a character uh with people trying to you know put pieces together when something bad would happen and they would go oh well that kid was looking at slender man stuff online it has to be because of that yeah and i think a lot of you know correlation and causation was being mixed up there a lot with a lot of those yeah. accusations but yeah that's that's my slender man uh, Slenderman is the idea that it's it's yeah, a like shame. That, that is a scary idea. That whole thing is scary. Yeah, I have like I don't remember a lot of my childhood. I have a core memory of the first time I encountered a Slenderman. Anything? Yeah, me too. A hundred percent. Like I remember, like I became obsessed with like the the idea of Slenderman because it's such a creepy thing. And it's not obsessed to the point where I'm going to go stab my 12-year-old friend in the woods. Not that type of obsession. Like, I didn't think he was yeah. real. But no, I'm like, this opposite. is such a... What? My encounter with Slenderman was much different. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like, mine was like, this is such a cool concept for, like, a, a scary story. It's, like, really, really interesting type of obsession. I was fucking not terrified like... of it. <laughs> I was in a sleepover with some of the neighborhood kids because my parents still wanted to be on the good side of the neighbors and they were playing Slenderman on, you know, the original Slender on uh, on a tablet, passing it around and everyone yep. was playing. And Isn't just, that game, like, a super, like, shitty... Like, you can count the polygons and Slenderman's just a PNG. Oh, yeah, it's not a good game at all, but... If it's still creepy. If you played it, you know that, like, yeah. the, amb- the ambiance of it and just the... It, it's it's like not even scary in itself, but you no, that's turning. That's Slenderman game. Seeing him, and then it's like boom. You're, you're yeah. oh, is that not, is that not what you're talking about? No, no, yeah, yes. Yeah, the the original first oh, okay, Slenderman yeah. game was exactly like that. But I'm not I'm I'm not discrediting your fear ace. That game fucked me up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that game was like a scary game because oh was yeah, very simple and it shouldn't have been scary. You, oh, you looked here left, and he's there in the woods or whatever. Well, but back then somehow, I was also even, told if you give Slenderman twenty dollars, he'll leave you alone. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One of the parents comes to the room and like has like a top hat and is like twenty bucks, and Slenderman will leave you alone tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, no, I, I like get the. You. I like uh, the what was it? Slenderman: The Arrival. That's the newest one, right? It's getting a remake, yes. I believe so. Yeah, that game is fucked. That game is so fucking cool. You get jump scared um, if you go out of the boundaries. Yeah. If you glitch There's your way also, through the I boundaries. There's also, I remember watching someone play it, and they stumbled across this cabin with, like, um, I, I don't remember a lot of things. I have a very shit memory. But I remember they walked into this building, and there was this kid crying, and you go to talk to the kid because you think, oh, this is like a story, like a side mission, and the kid jump scares you. He doesn't kill you. He just jump scares you. That's his entire purpose to be there. 
and you're not expecting it like it's a perfect jump scare because like you caused it so now you're mad at yourself like ah, i could have just left him alone but that (laughs) jump scare is still like burned into my memory Mm. that's fair at least i think it's from the slenderman game i could have just made it up but still yeah i don't i don't remember i I never (laughs) watched anyone play slender the arrival it looked boring to me I think I watched yeah, Mark I, I play it. I have not seen that. I think I watched Markiplier play it. But yep, that's uh, good old Slender Man. Yeah, that that's that's the Mister Man. But yeah, now knowing what I know about the creepypasta community, that doesn't sound too far off from something. Yeah. That a lot of them are. There are a lot of unhinged uh, uh, individuals who don't feel like they have a place in the world. So I don't yeah. condone it, but I'm not surprised. Fandoms and freaks. Also, has anyone ever seen the Family Guy clip where, like, Peter gets tall and skinny? He's like, it's the Slender Man! Kill yourself! Kill yourselves! Peter! (laughs) What? What? It's just a goof. It's just a goof. (laughs) Oh Um, my god, it's Slender Man. I guess that makes it my turn, right? Yep, your turn now. Okay, so all of my... All of these these ones that I've picked have like really cool fucking names. So hold on. I think I clicked the wrong tab. Yeah. Okay. So I say that. And then one of mine is just walking Sam. <laughs> butter dog. So my next dog one, with the butter. <laughs> my next one is called the dead children's playground. So Ew. this is a playground located in maple hill park alabama this large urban legend is about how a lot of kids a lot of children lost their lives in the huttsville in huttsville during the spanish flu pandemic of 1918 and most of them were actually buried in the uh the cemetery that is right next to the uh the playground so haunted ass playground and um not gonna lie children are one of the one things that i fear most in a horror scenario especially ghost children hmm but i just find it like super like i i don't have anything other than what the paragraph that i just read you guys but um i'm sure you guys can go look it up if you want more information cuz i didn't do my job and uh gather more information on it because i ran out of time can you stop? My cat's using my chair as a scratching post. Um, but yeah, it's a playground that is directly next to a cemetery, which is terrible layout for a city, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I broke my neck going down the slide and I'm dead. Well? <laughs> just roll you on over. <laughs> I'll go get I the shovel. Like to, I just like to imagine... <laughs> Walking past this playground, and it just being like the most haunted fucking thing ever, because I'm sure it is. Like this, like one of those scenarios where you walk past the past the playground and you see the swings swinging on their own. Hmm. Which really fucked me up. I saw like one visual of two swings. They were swinging on their own, but it wasn't. You could tell that it wasn't the wind because they were swinging at different rates. Mm, so creepy. yeah, I don't fuck with, I don't fuck with playgrounds being haunted. That shit fucks that, that shit can fuck off. I thought he was going to say, I don't fuck with children. 
was like, I don't I fuck sure with children not. either. <laughs> either, man. <laughs> Priest, on the other hand. Anyway. <laughs> um, that brings it to you, Ace. Uh, oh, does it? Okay, so. Yeah. Who would you rather hear about? The bunny man or the killer in the backseat? Which one is actually going to kill me? Oh, both. If the, if, if the chances... Okay, but if the chances were like on a percentage scale, which one is more likely for me to run into? The killer in the backseat. Do that one, then. Yeah, because it's I, a primal... I, I kind of know I kind of know about this one. It's a primal fear. <laughs> but, it's not just one yeah. entity. It's a primal fear okay. that like stems from the urban legend of someone who was driving in the night and stops at a gas station... And as she's driving away, the attendant is running after her, yelling, There's someone in the back seat. There's someone in the back seat. And when she turns around, there's no one in the back seat. So she keeps driving until she starts hearing things in the back seat. And she turns and happens to see someone out of the corner of her eye and pulls over and gets out of the car before she can get killed. But it comes with that primal fear that now when you're driving alone, Maybe there's something in the back seat. Dude, I have to mm. drive to work tomorrow. <laughs> you could be driving alone the old... in the dark. You could have, you know, your your jacket thrown back there. You might not be able to even see the seat, but there could be someone in the back seat when you start driving. Is that the entire thing? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's I I have a similar mini one if you want. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. So, this is, I, I heard a very similar one when looking for a, a good uh, urban legend. And I kind of decided not to do this one because it was less of an urban legend. But but it's, it's like the one you just talked about. It's more just like a fear based on real events. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one's called the, like the, the Stranger's Call or the, strain man, the Strange Man's Call. And it's a story about a babysitter... Uh, who's babysitting a couple of kids Have you checked while the, the parents are away? Yes, it is that. <laughs> Basically, it, it 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 tells a tale of a babysitter at a home, and she gets a call on the phone, and it's basically saying something like, "Have you checked the children?" And she goes, "Who is this?" You know, blah blah blah, whatever. It hangs up. Couple more calls. You know, it's just like, why haven't you checked the children yet? Mm-hmm. And so this freaks her out. She turns off the lights, closes the curtains, and the guy on the end of the phone is like, why'd you turn off the... Or no. And then she calls the cops. The cops say, okay, you got to keep them on the line for more than a minute. Or because, you know, that's just how, you know, Yeah, that's how work, long it takes in, for... In, in fiction. Well, yeah. it's, it's in real uh, life, too, that they, they have to have them on the call for X amount of time before they can actually track it. Back then, I think it's a lot shorter now, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think I think nowadays they can just Ping, yeah. go to the, the yeah. But, uh, so she calls the cops, like, keep them on the line, and so there's so many calls, she's trying to, like, conversate, you know, oh, can you see me? And he's like, yes, and, you know, all this and that, and, uh... She, the guy hangs up again, because that's what he's been doing this whole time, and the cops, uh, the phone rings again, because this guy's been calling her, so she picks up and he goes, what do you want from me? And it's the cops, and they say, you gotta get out of the house, the call is coming from in the house. Mm-hmm. But as she as she goes to unlock the door, she realizes she, she can see the, the nightlight upstairs from the children's bedroom, from the door opening, and it's basically a tale of... There was a killer inside the home 
that killed the kids and the babysitter. But, That's you know, he was already fun. in the house the whole time. Yeah. And so it's like a, it's a fear that is only, it's, it's a specific fear. You have to be like a babysitter, babysitting a couple of kids. And, no, it doesn't even have to be have just that. that. The idea... That just stems well, no, into the there's fear. There's also the, the whole, like, oh, like, if so there's someone in your house and you can't do anything about it. And, you know, you gotta just have to have that fear of someone being in your house. Yeah, I have like, that. you're not... Not, you're... not at home, because my, my house is very small. I live in, like, a little trailer. But but here, if I'm here alone, I will I will occasionally sweep the house. Because, <laughs> like, like, I am searching Looks like for what I know what I'm case. doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> No, just like what Hunter was saying when we did our fears and phobias, um, like, <laughs> monsters might not exist, but home invasions do. Like, yeah. just the idea that, like, home, the essence of home is safety. And just the idea mm -hmm. that your safety isn't safe, whew, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The fucking... That's what, like... That, that's, why, that's why your car... Is another vulnerable point because if you're in your car, you're safe. You're just driving. It's, it's your little safe space. Yeah. If you get in your car, it's just you. But if someone else is already in there and you don't expect it, that's another one of those things. Yeah, my car is so packed full of just shit. I've got a bunch of yeah, boxes because I'm doing a bunch of problems. If you, if you, if you fill your problems. car with random bullshit, no one can squeeze in and you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> I got a bunch of projects, so my back seat doesn't exist. It's like covered, it's like filled with boxes and stuff that I stole from work. Also, um, not to point out no, the obvious, but none of us are women, so we're less likely to be targeted anyway. Yes. If that makes that anyone was one sleep of better. The, that was, yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a woman. In that case, eh, sorry. Sorry. Deal with it, <laughs> Check your back seat. Buy a gun. Buy a gun. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like I said, just like the, the idea that safe isn't safe anymore is just horrifying yeah. to me. Which is why I'm writing a book on it. I'm writing a book, and my entire book is just something that's supposed to be safe isn't safe anymore. And it's mm. freaking me out just writing it. I can't write it when the lights are off. <laughs> Mainly because I can't <laughs> see the paper, but, you know. That's fair. But, yeah, I think, like, these urban legends that are primal fears of things that could happen to you are yeah. some of the, the better ones because they're the most believable. They're yeah. the most like, oh shit, that sounds like a true story that could happen to me. Yeah, when it's less about, ooh, a spooky ghost, the more like, yeah, this this dude or this chick was murdered in a way that could happen to you, it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, I've said this before to people, you see that door? That shit's staying closed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I specifically, yeah. so, so this is all giving me very big flashbacks to, has anyone ever watched like a watch mojo video? <laughs> oh, yeah. like, like top 10 yeah. scary things or whatever. They did a video on urban legends that were a lot of the ones we're talking about right now. And mm. <laughs> I remember it fucking me up because of the clips they used for telling some of these stories. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Cause there is an urban legend, uh, horror movie. Yeah. Really? I believe it's called urban. I did legend. not know that. Where it's a bunch of oh. these urban legends pushed together are coming to light and they're happening. Like an mm. anthology? I think thing, it's an or... anthology. 
uh, it might just be one big town is all of a sudden being affected by all these things. And so it's happening to different yeah. people at different times. But it, it's I all know still within the story. Yeah, so another thing that really fucks me up with after you told the uh, have you checked the kids thing. I know I've sent this video to both of you guys at least once. Um, and I know for a fact I sent it to you guys recently on Instagram. But, you know, the Hey Michael video or Michael, is that you? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, Michael, is that you? And he turns the corner oh, and there's just a yeah, super tall figure and all you see is these white glowing eyes. And it's like, yeah. and then it stops and goes, that's not Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's one of those like, things like, that like, if, that's a funny thing. That's yeah, a funny so thing. If I were to see that without, wasn't so funny. <laughs> if I were to see that without the, um, I don't know what song they used. I think it was bum, but a dum da 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 bum, but a dum da for the music. Mm-hmm. If I were to watch it without that, I would have shit myself. <laughs> like that video is like, that's the essence of my fear, especially like with the, have you checked the kids type thing? Like, Oh, so I'm going to go ahead and get the bony man out of the way. That way I can give myself a little more time for the last one. Okay. But the bunny man, going to be a long about episode before. people. The, the bunny man yeah. is our local legend, our urban legend here in Virginia. It's the legend of a <laughs> a mental es- escaped mental asylum patient named Douglas J. Griffin, who wore a white rabbit suit and wielded an axe and took up residence in a tunnel that we now call Bunny Man Bridge. He terrorized the area so much that he's been given like legend status as an urban myth that still appears to this day. Anytime a person goes missing or there's a gruesome murder, it's attributed to the bunny man at first. No, it's like, no, that was just Kevin. But yeah, watch out for the bunny man. <laughs> a murder furry. When you, when, you, when, you said, when you said the last name was Griffin, I... <laughs> you checked out? We were talking about the funny, we were talking about the, about the, about the funny guy clips, <laughs> or the, the family guy clips, and I was like, not the Griffin. <laughs> he said the Griffin. I listened he said, to what you said, but like. Hey, Lois, he said his last name was Griffin. Was bunny man? <laughs> he said, he said uh, the last name was Griffin, and I just immediately remembered just the, it's Slenderman, kill yourself. <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Peter, the bunny man's here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's man the world is fucked you know like damn you know on a real note on a real note somebody just doing something like that just because yeah or someone who is like a psychopath oh, he's just nuts yeah he's empathy. just nuts strong and free yeah if you're just yeah like someone who just does that just because like, there's no pleading, there's no, like, oh, well, why are you doing this? It's just like, oh. You know, you don't get to I'm say... Gonna, I'm going to chop you to pieces now. It's like... You don't get to say, stop, please, money. <laughs> no. There's no reasoning with that. Money? Like, you could pay someone to not kill you. If they're sane and that all they want's money or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. like, if they're robbing you, yeah, it's like, like, give me your money and I won't hurt you. These are not and the then there's you the bargain Maybe with. you won't get hurt. And then there's just the, I'll give you money, please leave me alone. It's money? not about the money. <laughs> it's about the blood. But no, yeah, it's not why, about like, the money, Texas it's about Chainsaw the message. Massacre is like one of the scariest things I could ever think of. Yeah. 
just just a family of cannibalistic killers cannibalistic hillbillies yeah welcome to florida <laughs> anyways um uh, J- jeremy leaves it on to you again wow well that's how these work dumb fuck yep yeah i did the dead children's playground and then ace told two Oh, yeah, sorry. We, we told, like, four in between all that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we had some mini stories uh, we threw in. Yeah, before I tell you the name of this one, I'm going to tell you a... I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell it like, like I'm telling a campfire story, right? I'm going to tell you the story, and then I'll tell you who it is, or what it's called, and then I'll explain, like, the lore, I guess, behind it. Uh, I'll give credit to the... Shush, shut up. I'll give credit. So... We're following uh, a guy. He's just driving down the road. He had a long day of work, and he's ready for the weekend. He stopped by, got some gas, and he's on his way down the highway. He's just driving. And, you know, tapping his hands on the on the steering wheel, listening to some good old tunes, the late night stuff that's just real nice and calm, and it's chill. And he's having a great time, thinking about the weekend. Maybe, maybe he'll bar- barbecue. Maybe he'll just sit at home all day. Who knows? But he's ready for it. Uh, while driving, he sees this girl on the side of the road. And he's like, that's weird. It's late. It's dark out. Uh, that's I, I better, you know, instinctively you slow down when someone's on the side of the road. And he does that. And he brings his car to a stop. And he looks at her and she's like missing a shoe. She's got like some weird attire on for like the temperature it is outside. It's, you know, the north, northern area. It's not snowy, but it's, it's a little chilly. It's getting October time. And so he gets out and he's like, hey, miss, are you all right? And as he gets closer, he realizes she's got like a head injury. And he's like, oh, shit. You know, he's trying to, you know, maybe she's in shock. I'm not going to you know, make any sporadic movements or anything. You know, he's like, hey, are you okay? Do you need to take you somewhere? And, uh, you know, like, what happened? She's like, oh, I had a car accident. And she points up to the trees a little, a little while away. And he's, he doesn't see anything, but he's in a truster. And, uh, you know, he asks her, hey, I, I can take you to the hospital. You want me to take you to the hospital? And she's like, no, I, I would really appreciate it, though, if you took me to my parents' house. And he kind of pleads with her. He's kind of like, well, I, I would, you know, you're bleeding. You look like you're injured. I'd really appreciate it if I could take you to the hospital. And she insists, no, my parents would worry, just please take me to my parents' house. And not wanting to lie or argue with her all night, he's like, fine, but once I take you to the parents' house, we, we talk to your parents, I, then, you know, we call an ambulance or I take you to the hospital. And she, yeah, she's like, okay, I just as long as you to my parents' house. And so he opens the back door for her, she gets in the back seat, and he gets in the front seat. He puts on his seatbelt, she puts on hers, and as he starts his car, he... The radio comes on, because he was listening to it beforehand. It kind of jumps, startles him. He goes to turn it down, but the lady's like, no, no, if you could keep it on, I'd appreciate that. And so he's like, okay, whatever, trying to just make her feel comfortable. So he starts driving. And he's driving along, and, you know, it's just, he's trying to get to town moderately quick, but not trying to speed or nothing. Maybe a little bit, but, you know, he's not trying to go 85. Well, yeah, this is like low, low mileage highway. Uh... And, you know, she's kind of just chilling. You know, he, he glances at her every so often, making sure she's not falling asleep or passing out or nothing. You know, head injury and all that. Mm. And he does realize that 
as he's driving down the road, he never did see a wreck or anything. And he kind of starts to worry because he, he's heard about, you know, the dangers of hitchhiking. And he starts to worry, oh, well, I hope this wasn't a trap. But he starts to realize the best spot to get him was whenever he got out of the car. So he kind of eases his own mind like that. He's kind of like, okay, yeah, like, that would make sense. That would make sense if they waited till I got there. And so, you know, they're heading, they're still heading the road. He checks his phone every so often to make sure he's going the right way. And uh, as he starts to get to town and reach the streetlights, you know, she, like, puts her hand on the glass. She's staring up at the lights, and she kind of, like, whispers to herself. It's like, oh, the lights. We're almost in town. And he's like, yeah, yeah, almost there. And uh, he kind of, he's like, you know, hey, what happened exactly? And she's like, oh, well, you know, car, got in a car accident, you know, and, and I just learned to drive, actually. And she gives a little chuckle, and he jokes with her, you know, he's like, oh, I guess you need a couple more. And they laugh, and it's, you know, real nice and somber. But uh, they finally get to the destination, her parents' house, and he's, you know, like, all right, we're here. And he looks in the back seat, and no one's there. He goes... What? He turns around, he unbuckles himself, looks in the back seat, and he starts freaking out a little. He's like, hold on, this chick just got in a car wreck. Where the fuck did she go? Did she fall out when I wasn't looking somehow? He gets out, opens the door from the outside. She's not there. She open, He opens the trunk just in case she somehow fell back in there, and nothing. Uh, he looks in the car, and the, the seatbelt is still buckled. And he's like, that was okay. I'm, I guess I'll go knock on the door. And so he goes, and he, well, knocks on the door. And, uh, he knocks on the door, and he waits a little bit. It's late, you know, gives time, and, and a lady opens the door. And he goes, hey, ma'am, sorry to bother you. Um, I just had this young girl in my back seat, and she told me to take her to her parents' house, and I, I don't know where she went. She's gone, but she was just in my car, and I don't know where she went. And the mother starts to cry a little bit, she says, she calls him a monster, she says, you're gross, you're disgusting, people like you shouldn't exist, and confused, she's, he's like, what, what, what do you mean, he, he just wants answers, he's trying to figure it out, and uh, behind the lady walks up a man, and he takes her away, and he comes out, and closes the door, and uh, he asks the guy to show him where she was, so he goes over to his car and he says, he's like, he was right, she was right back here in the car. And the dad looks over it, he sees like the handprint on the window. And he's like, uh, look, uh, every so often somebody comes by and claims that they picked up some girl on the side of the road up the hill. Uh, and they claim it was my daughter, our daughter, but she's been dead for a few years now. And there, there's people keep doing it. We don't know if it's if you've been if you've been played. If this if you're in on it, I hope you're not. But uh, I'm sorry to say there that whoever you whoever you picked up was not my daughter. And they, you know, he says, please don't come back. Uh, you know, good night. And he leaves. And uh, but the story continues. It's you know he looks it up and oh the daughter was dead or whatever for however long. But. Uh, this story is usually called the Hitchhikers or the Vanishing Hitchhiker. And this is one of the several variants that it's been told in. But it's usually 
somebody is on the side of the road, they get picked up in a vehicle of some sort, and then somewhere during the journey, they disappear and the driver is confused or something of that matter. Uh, yeah, that was the story Damn. Of, of, you know, this version, which it was kind of, you know, I didn't tell it the best. Uh, I do give credit to the Urban Legends podcast by Luke Mordu on Spotify. He told it a How lot better. How dare you listen uh, to any other I, podcast other than I, I was busy. And I, I couldn't just sit there and re- read Wikipedia for three hours, okay? It was, and he told I'll it really have well. you That's know the, it was one. Okay, and that explains why I have three long stories and you have <laughs> three short stories. Kill yourself. No, uh, so basically, <laughs> beware of hitchhiking ghosts. Yes. I mean, that's uh, like that's, such a... That's such a wholesome one, though. Yeah, like, that is a wholesome one. Like I said, there are many ver- different variants. It could go different there, ways. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, knowledge. So I'm, I'm going to kind of give a little history. This is kind of jumbled up a little bit. But uh, knowledge of this kind of sto- story, uh, urban legend, started expanded after 1981 after publication of a John Harold Burvan's nonfiction book The Vanishing Hitchhiker duh uh, however it can be traced back all the way to the 1870s with different variants talking about carriages or someone riding a horse and there's like this ghostly figure hops on the back but never really like any big harm to it but there were other variants that involved more wariness about hitchhikers in general whether the hitchhiker is you know just a regular hitchhiker not a girl in a crashed car they pick him up and they turn out the vanish you know before their eyes or a hitchhiker gets into a car and it turns out that driver vanishes so there's different variants uh and different all these different variants we found all over the world too in england uh, ethiopia france south africa taurus russia and uh in the u.s it's usually by chinese americans mormons or the ozark mountaineers uh some of vari- some variants I have here is uh, hitchhiker ghost, the driver ghost. There's a version in Hawaii that involves the goddess Pele, who rewards kind travelers. Hmm. Uh, and then there's another version where it is more of that kind of prophecy type, uh, religious type of ordeal, where you pick up a nun or you pick up a priest off the side of the road who's hitchhiking and they tell you something about the gospel. They tell you about God. They try to tell you about things that are going to happen and then after that they vanish. Weird. And there are other variants where it's like, oh, beware of hitchhiking. Like, a, like oh, you pick up a, a grandmother on the side of the road who's hitchhiking and she's out to be a guy and he, like, robs you or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, there's those kinds. That's just regular uh, old hit dangers of hitchhiking sort of things. Yeah. 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 That happens. But yeah, I, all I the give time. credit. I give credit to Urban Legends. Um, that was I kind of ripped off his story, but that was it, he told it so well that I thought retelling it in this way was kind of the best way to do it. Instead of just going, well, there's this thing called the the Vanishing Hitchhiker and blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, I would definitely go listen to that. It's the best way to <laughs> yeah. give it its due. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely yeah, heard that's, that that's story before. Like I've definitely heard yeah, that or, or some variant before. of it. Yeah, it's such like a. 
it's 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 a wholesome one, and then there's like the really fucked ones. I really like that one. That was a good one. Yeah, those it was it's rudimentary too. Like a lot of, uh, a lot of people places around the world are like, oh no, that's like a town, urban story. You know, like like that's you know, like a, a local one. Where it turns out it's just like that same kind of story, just told so, so many different ways. And the reason I didn't name names is because that's how that's how they become like local stories. Oh, yeah. it was so and so, but you know this happened. But they, you know they don't give a date or nothing. Yeah. Because that makes it more believable. All right, Kat, you want to yeah, polish that's... your story off next? So I'm gonna make this one very short and sweet because we're almost at hour and a half. Okay. Um, yeah, I apologize. All mine are really no, no, long. you're okay. <laughs> mine was short anyways because, like I said, I just pulled them off of Wikipedia. Um, so this one is called Walking Sam, also known as the Tall Man. It's an urban legend that describes a seven-foot-tall specter whose job is to collect the souls of suicide victims and stalks lonely, depressed adolescents. <laughs> is he behind? I have me one now? right there. Huh? <laughs> 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 it's just terrifying imagining like this this tall thing that you can't see just stalking you when you're depressed because mm. like you're you're like oh that's not ominous <laughs> you got two tall guys <laughs> yeah <laughs> me too i'm tall yeah <laughs> okay yeah okay. moving on ace your last one <laughs> <laughs> that's it 411 no, no that that's literally it it's just oh, okay this tall so you guys know it's a tiktok series that kind of plays on the idea of like a kid's show. I forget the name. It's like totally normal kid's show or something like that or do not watch or something. No. Mm. I'll, I'll link it to you guys. But one of the characters. show thing for a minute there. No, it's it's like um totally normal kid's show or something like that. And it's this super, super fucked like TikTok series. I'll send you guys a recap video of it. And one of the characters is the tall man. And I, uh, after reading about the actual tall man in urban legends, I have a new theory about that. And the person that he kidnapped at the end was actually going to kill themselves. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. So I'll, I'll link that to you guys after spoilers. He kidnapped someone at the end, apparently. So yeah, something <laughs> like that. Spoilers. <laughs> it, it's it's good. It's very well done. It's very Mandela catalog esque, like in visual almost. Mm. It's it's very creepy. Um, but yeah, Ace, on to you. All right, I'll try to keep it short. But this is the story of the trees are sleeping. So it's a unsettling story of someone who's moved out of their parents' house in England, and they've taken their family dog and bought a nice little house out in the country and there's a single pale tree in the front yard during the day this guy likes to go out and take hikes with his dog and then he'll go home and one night he lets his dog out but the dog doesn't come back so the next morning he hikes out into the forest to look for his dog and it gets dark before he gets home so he's cutting through the forest and he comes upon a spot that's all these pale trees like the one that's in his front yard. And he sees the animals are purposely avoiding these trees. They're not walking through them. They're walking around them. 
and he gets a little too close and suddenly the branches of the trees twist to life and stab his bag and lift him into the air. And from the air, he can look down and see that the trees are hollow with needle-like teeth and acid blood. And they are, they are consuming live flesh down the trunks of these trees. He manages to escape, get back to his home. But he forgets that he has one of these trees in his front yard. So he is frantically trying to get the doors op- door open with his key before this tree can fucking kill him. Its branches are reaching for him, smacking around at him. He is dodging the best he fucking can. And he goes to bed, locks the door, you know, stays stays there all fucking night. And when he wakes up, it's just a tree again. He goes out and chops down the tree and out leaks all that black acid blood. And he gets a good look at the needle like teeth that are in the hollow of this tree. But he also finds the corpses of the previous homeowners and their pets in the tree. Mm. Well, that's an interesting thing to explain to the uh, the authorities. Don't wake the trees. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. It actually ended all up being a... uh, a scam to get the first deposit on the house that these people kept renting out the house because the tree kept killing people. Uh, hmm. Well, damn. That's... And he got paid hush money to not tell anyone about it, but of course we know about it, so... <laughs> Clearly that didn't work. Obviously it's a creepypasta, right? So... I don't know. Right. Maybe there are some pale trees out there that uh, if you get a little too close to them at night, they'll twist and writhe to life and drag you into their oaky abyss it's just like you you hear all these super fucked stories like man that's really fucked and then you realize like holy shit someone made this (laughs) someone Mm. came up with this idea and i didn't even start telling you about the story about the creatures and the pipes yeah so I mentioned my book earlier, and I'll mention probably more about this when we do our Dreams and Nightmares episode, whenever that's going to come out, Um, because I'm sure we're going to do it. Ooh. (laughs) But um, I'm writing this book, and a lot of the settings in the book are actually um, created by my subconscious, and they're based off of nightmares that I've had. And Mm. one of them is... so. So imagine, I know why I had this nightmare is I was watching like super fucked versions of like Five Nights at Freddy's and like the Walton Files before I went to sleep. So imagine FNAF, but even more fucked to the point where instead of five things, it's one thing and it's creating animatronics um, created from the flesh and bones of other beings. Mm-hmm. So it's like mm-hmm. these tall like robots made from flesh and bone. That's just a golem. Yeah. But they're like... The setting is like an arcade, so they're meant to be like mascots. So like you look up at this mascot's face, and it's just like a regular human face distorted and twisted to make it look like a bear or like a mouse or something, you know? Like super fucked shit. And my subconscious came up with that. Oh, not yeah. the whole Five Nights at Freddy's thing, but yeah, my subconscious is also fucked. But not your as brain fucked as knows that, like, what can scare you. Yeah, it knows what yeah. fucks up you. 
Yeah, and as we know here, as it's filterless and Dr. Catatonic lore, I don't like animatronics, mannequins, dolls, <laughs> all for the same reason. They look human, and I have a problem with that. Mm. Right? The uh, uncanny valley effect. Yeah, I think that's oh, yeah. part of the Slenderman thing, too, is the uncanny valley takes effect there. Yeah. Slenderman was one of those things where, I, like, I still don't watch horror movies. I've gotten a lot better around horror stuff, but I used I used to be a lot worse than I am now, um, which is one of the reasons why I can't open doors is because I've been actually like traumatized and scarred by shit that happens in movies. And, sorry, whatnot. But the the <laughs> the Slenderman thing, I wanted to watch the movie when when I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, sick! I want to watch that. And my uncle's like, you know, that's going to be like a really, really scary movie. I'm like, dude, I've w- seen enough Slenderman content to the point where it's just cool. It doesn't scare me anymore. Yeah. And then I never watched the movie. And then the movie was shit. So, yeah. Like, if, if I go watch the Slenderman movie, it's not because, oh, it's a scary movie. It's because, oh, shit, Slenderman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I know the FNAF movie is going to fuck with me because of my fear of animatronics. But at the same th- time, I'm like, oh, shit. FNAF. Yeah. Yeah, oh shit, it's Freddy Fazballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. It it's the purple dude. <laughs> it's Billy Mountain. The purple guy. Ran <laughs> <laughs> ran this router. <laughs> Did you guys know that Markiplier was actually offered a role in the FNAF movie and the reason why he didn't say anything is because he was so hoping that he'd have a chance to go down there and record his role, but he couldn't because he kept getting like caught up with Iron Lung. Yeah, I heard. In that Yo, in that stream, that, huh? Uh, go, go, go ahead. I will explain my thing after. Uh, the stream where I heard about that, uh, Scott Cawthon actually commented on the video. He goes, "Yeah, it's a shame we couldn't get you to actually come like record with us, but if we get the money to make a second movie, which if we get the money, there will be a second movie." you are more than welcome to come on for the cast. So, like, he mm. actually referred to Mark as the king of FNAF, so that's <laughs> kind of cool. Of course, of course. They'll yeah, make him anyways, the game developer saying, for Help Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying? Oh, Jeremy? Uh, so this is, this, is, this is like a little side thing. Uh, on the subreddit for Distractable, which is their podcast... Someone <laughs> edited the the trailer for Iron Lung because in the trailer, if you haven't seen it, he's covered in blood. He's in like a big pool of blood. They uh-huh. edited it to turn it all look like jizz. Oh no! Yeah, I knew. Yeah, they talked where you were about going it. with that. Iron cum. <laughs> Iron cum. <laughs> and the 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 comment was literally Iron Lung, but that uh, it's a uh, jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they made a the comment iron about lung, that. You gotta have the iron throat. <laughs> Bro, okay. <laughs> it's the director's cut. Well. Yeah, the, the, the mark cut. I'd say we did a pretty decent job telling people about urban legends today. Yeah. What, yeah, what did I we learn? This. We learned a lot today. That... Urban legends scare me a lot more than ghost stories or just regular horror. Yeah. 
Oh, shit. You guys want to... I'm sure you guys want to see my hallway, because I keep saying, oh, yeah, I'll have the editor put a picture of my hallway, but now that we have cameras... I can't <laughs> And he's gone. And he's gone, listeners. (laughs) She got him. Shut up. You cut out for a second. (laughs) So this is my hallway. Oh, God. Ah. I sleep in front of this. (laughs) Hey, Cat, I think I saw Slenderman out there. I was going to say I was going to say the way your camera positioned it was the perfect angle so that if something was to slowly creep into your room we would have seen it perfectly (laughs) yeah (laughs) hope there's not a mirror out there there's not there's not that's what you think (laughs) no I sure hope I I think out of everyone I would know now we're just going to sit here with my door wide open Quick, outro the podcast. I want to go cry now. <laughs> oh, wait, that's my job. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to the, the podcast. Um, if you guys want to see that visual of me opening my door and showing you my scary-ass hallway, which I sleep in front of, go check out the video format over on YouTube and Spotify. Um, uh, Ace, how are ways that you can support the podcast? You can support the podcast in several ways, including our checking out our social medias filters podcast at instagram twitter the filters pc and tiktok the filters podcast which we do have some content on now go check yeah, out our tiktok as of today or will probably there will be an influx of content we will be doing more stuff and by me we i mean me will be what was that sound anyways it's slender man he's um, coming uh, <laughs> i wonder if he'll give me a hug i need one of those anyways uh <laughs> another way you can uh help out the podcast leave a review tell a friend best or send best us a advertisement topic. we can get or send us a topic over at the email at um topics at gmail.com what he said um but yeah best way to advertise us is to word of mouth literally just go tell people um just do it and if you guys leave us a review if you guys leave us a review we will read it word for word unless it contains a slur yeah Pretty much. Uh, but yeah. Ace, you got any of your socials you want to plug? Uh, Yeah. Just anywhere you can search the words Ace of Shame, you'll probably find something with me there. So specifically, though, we're looking me... at Twitch and Twitter here. And you can find me at YouTube and Twitch at Dr. Catatonic. I also have other social medias, but you can find those down in the description of my YouTube videos. And also, I believe we plug them in the description of Filterless. Uh, Jeremy, are there any closing thoughts you want to say? Anything you want to say to the listeners? Uh, you should probably listen to more of these, if I do <laughs> yeah. assume. If you liked this episode, there are a couple other spooky ones, but we do a variety of different topics and different, uh, things we talk about here. And, he is uh, allowed to say look we. forward to more. Yep. Yes, because I, I do talk about things. He talked about things <laughs> that weren't a draft. Yeah, I did. I, I mentioned things. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeremy will also be joining us next week as well. When we do a 180 from this super serious creepy topic. Yeah, yeah so as you so as I said before, this is the last episode of Halloween, so we will be going back to our regularly scheduled dumbass shit. Um and I'm not going to say anything about that. I want to leave you guys on a cliffhanger cuz I'm really excited for this episode cuz it's hilarious. I just want you to know it's a part 2. That's all I'll say. Um but yeah, 
Jeremy, hit us with an outro. <laughs> Always comes to me. All right, have a good have a good day, good night, good whatever the hell y'all are doing at this very second. If you're in a car, don't crash. Maybe I don't know. Optional. Check your back seat. Uh, yeah, this is this has been this. Yeah, check your back seat. If you're not, look behind you. There could be Slenderman or literally anything else. There could be a guy. Yes, yeah, Slenderman's in you, your back seat. And I just save <laughs> your life because I just told you look behind you. Your debt of your life is now owed to me. Uh, watch more I mean, episodes. I Have a good day. This has been the Filterless Podcast. I got the name right. <laughs> Have a good day. Yeah. Bye, <laughs> oh, fuck yourselves. <laughs>